0: This podcast contains coarse language, adult themes, and spoilers. So today, and by today I mean the day I'm recording this rather than the day this is released, but today, as in right now... (laughs) Is the day Peach and I usually record Spooko. We portion off a tiny bit of the week. It's sort of like a Friday afternoon date we keep every week to record the episode. And it's just a really special time of the week. I don't have a lot of time in my life for being with my friends. It's kind of it's like it's. It's just a truism about growing up and wanting to do things is that you just don't have that much time to see people. And I mean, Peach is like the busiest guy in the world. So it's crazy that every week we get to just hang out. And that's, I think, what Spooko is and why it means so much to me. Now, Peach is a driving force behind this podcast and pretty much everything he does. He is such an inspiration. But, you know, one of the one of the key themes is, that's come up in Spooko over the last couple of episodes is the fact that Peach really needs to look after himself a bit better because he looks out for everybody else. He's an incredible dad, incredible partner, ridiculously good TikTok lawyer, pretty good cricket and rugby player I've heard. I don't know. I've just heard from him and I, I have no frame of reference. I assume he's not bad. Amazing radio and podcast co-hosts ridiculously good friend. And I'm so glad that he's taking time out for himself at the moment. That's one of the reasons why this week, because today, the day I'm recording it, is his 40th birthday. And while I'm so incredibly proud of everything that he's achieved and the sort of person he's become now that he's 40, I'm also really glad that he's taking some time out and looking out for himself. So I would love you to either jump on our TikTok or, our, or Insta, and please wish Peach a happy birthday. Make sure that he's looking after himself. Make sure that he's not checking it too much and he's just having a great day. And, oh, here's the punchline. Because it's Peach, he still sent me, like, an eight-minute-long voice clip of what to put in today's episode. So here you go, everybody. Even though it's Peach's birthday and he should be taking the week off, And in fact, I really shouldn't even be playing this because, like, I should be like, no, Peach, you should take a week off, but fuck it. Like, his content's always great. So, happy birthday, Peach. Here is Peach.
1: Now that we have become a self-care podcast, I'm certain that you would agree that a week off is consistent with self-care. And um, it's also my birthday, my 40th birthday. Um, And so I was planning to come in here with a bit of energy that was like, fuck this, we do this for free, it's okay for us to take a week off, blah, it's your fault for expecting an episode. And I think that's great energy for 2019 Grumpy Peach, but I think 2022 self-care Peach would say, hey, if you're expecting an episode now, that's okay, and I really appreciate that you take value from what we do. And so what I thought I might do rather than say, fuck you, I'm off having fun with my family and friends uh, celebrating my birthday, I thought I might suggest some other spooko stuff. So if you're really hankering for that spooko content, um, we actually do not just – we do a TikTok account that isn't just like taking stills from the episode and being like, here's one funny joke from the episode. What happens is I go and find allegedly spooky TikToks and I watch them and I react in real time. So if you want to head to Spooko uh, on TikTok, if you're really hungry for that Spooko content, why don't you go ahead and do that? And this is a guilt-free suggestion. This is just if you're looking for for that real Spooko stuff. Um, Another thing you can do is head to the gram. um, And if you look at highlights from previous stories, I actually review apparently spooko images. So not only are we using the spooko podcast for me to get used to spooko movies, we're using the spooko TikTok for me to get used to spooko uh, TikTok length videos. We're using the spooko Instagram for me to get used to spooko images. So please do, if, if you want that spooko content, head to the gram head to TikTok. And now for the balance of my 40th birthday, uh, this isn't a real episode, episode. I thought I'd share that um, the bowler, Shane Warne, who you might remember me and Will Reichelt talking about on the episode on Malignant a few weeks ago, died. And frankly, uh, when someone dies at the age of 52 and is a pop culture person who you think about a lot... Uh, your response is kind of weird. And so I'm in the middle of a kind of weird response to it. So I thought, uh, as opposed to a scary story or a plot synopsis, I'd share one funny little anecdote. Well, no, not funny, gripping little anecdote, if I can tell it properly about Shane Warne, and probably one of the best things he ever did. So we're at the 1999 World Cup for that story. Now, firstly, can I refresh your memory? Can we head back to that episode with Will Reichelt? And you might remember that was set in 1993, and Shane Warne was bowling his very first ball in England. No one had seen him really in England in test cricket before. And so this amazing ball that sort of curved through the air, drifted down outside what we call the leg stump, uh, so sort of the left side of a right-handed batter, then landed and bounced and violently spun back in the other direction across the face of the batter. That's Mike Gatting to hit those three sticks behind the batter. And it was this thrilling moment to say, whoa, what was that? Right, So that was 1993. And as you might imagine, that ball was called the ball of the century. And so um, Shane Warne from then became very famous and very noted and very successful. And so for the following years, he continued to bowl beautifully and take a lot of wickets. We flash forward to the 1999 World Cup. And the 1999 World Cup, by this stage, it's six years later. Shane Warne is a little bit jaded. Shane Warne's recovering from shoulder surgery and finger surgery. And if you can imagine what a bowler does, it's similar to a pitcher in baseball, but you sort of run in or, or, or walk in and then you put your shoulder and fingers at a weird angle. So, so it's really a taxing thing to do, even though it doesn't look as tiring as, you know, sprinting or running a marathon or whatever. But in any case, we're there in the semifinal and Australia's batters have scored 210 runs. And South Africa's batters, in order to win, have to score, I think, 211 in order to win. And so they are out there batting, and they're none for 48, which means none of their batters are out, and they've already scored 48 runs. And so it looks like, because every side has 11 batters, if you're talking about none for 48, trying to get to 210, it looks like South Africa are in a strong position. And so on comes Shane Warne for his second over, which is to say his second set of six balls – And he comes to the crease. And he's bowling to uh, this batter, Herschel Gibbs. And Herschel Gibbs is scoring quickly. He's getting a lot of South Africa's runs. He's looking good. He's looking dominant. And Shane Warne rips this ball out of the air. And it's almost exactly the same ball we saw in 1993. It fizzes past the left leg of Herschel Gibbs who sort of turns with his bat towards the ball and then as the ball hits the pitch, just like in 1993, it grabs and spins straight past the bat, straight past the front of Herschel Gibbs into those three sticks and he's out. And normally when someone takes a wicket in cricket, there's a, a celebration, hooray, woo, you're out, get out of here, you know, off you go, son. Whereas what Shane Warne does is he then adopts this scowl and goes, come on, come on, sort of yelling to his teammates as if to say, this thing can be done. We're not out of it yet. And that was Shane Warne's first move pretty much in what's gone down as one of the best cricket matches ever played where... Before the entire match, Shane Warne's in it. He's controlling it. And you can hear on the microphones the amount he's chirping, talking to his colleagues and all these sorts of things. And in the very last over, South Africa, remember, they had a target, I think, of 210 or 211 or 212. Um, they draw equal with Australia, right? So they have the same number of runs. And Shane Warne is yelling out, a draw will get us there, which is to say, if the scores are level at the end of this, then because Australia had done better in the earlier parts of the World Cup against South Africa, then Australia would go through to the final. So Warren is saying, a draw will get us there. And by this time, South Africa are actually nine wickets down for 210. You know, nine batters out. So they've got their last batters at the crease. Last batters are on the pitch. And of course, in that final over, um, the South African batters panic And there is a run-out affected, and the South Africans fail to complete their final run before getting out, and off Australia goes to the World Cup final. And it's all thanks, or primarily thanks, to this guy Shane Warne. And the stories told about this match afterwards are fascinating, because all the Australian players are like, Shane could make you feel electric and excited when you're on the field. He could make you feel like anything could happen. And that moment where he gets Herschel Gibbs out and yells, come on in this really excitable way really gave me as a viewer and you know, stacks of other people as viewers insights into it. And it's now, um, look, it's now memorialized on the internet with the sort of the Titanic soundtrack that my heart will go on. So you see Shane Warne doing, come on with the, like you're here. There's nothing I fear," going on in the background. And, um, I don't really want to memorialize someone who's a bit of a misogynist and probably a bit of a goof and probably a bit of a shit bloke in his private life, but uh, if you can divorce the art from the artist or the sports person from their sport, uh, Shane Warne gave you those feelings on the cricket field. And I hope for my 40th birthday gift to you, I was able to give you a small insight into how he can make you feel. Happy birthday, me. Uh, happy thanks to you for supporting this podcast. Feel free to hit the TikTok, the Instagram. Hope you have a great day. And we should have a real episode up for you soonish. ish uh, This was recorded at FBI Studios. Please like, subscribe and follow wherever you can and as much as you can. And Resh's, what's up?